Hello and welcome back to Chat Shit Get Fit and welcome back to another one-off special. This week we are joined by our youngest ever guest in 19-year-old Spencer Cave. He's a bit of a TikTok wizard, you could say, and he's going down the path of being a fitfluencer, which I think is the term. Now, before you lose your shit and start going full boomer on this week's episode, this is all about Spencer's journey. He was deeply unhappy about his size growing up uh, and he was desperate for change. He's now in a much better place, but as you'll hear, it wasn't all plain sailing and he did make many a mistake along the way, but you know, that's how we grow, isn't it? It also turns into a bit of an exclusive Q&A for Spencer, where he starts firing questions about health, fitness, the gym to Tom and myself. Uh, and of course, we answer them. So, you know, we thought, why not? Um, so yeah, the conversation does go all over the place in terms of who's actually conducting the podcast. Um, and that is what made naming this episode pretty difficult. So if you stick around until the end, you're going to hear our roundtable meeting to come up with such an incredible name uh, as Cakes, Weights and TikTok. So if you're new around here, welcome to the show. Uh, and if you're a returning listener, thanks for coming back for more health and fitness chaos. Let's get into this week's episode. Good evening. Good evening, Bill. How are we doing? I'm doing very well. We are back after a week's absence due to me moving uh, and no time to do anything. So, yes, we are back. Well, for you, you've had no time to do anything. I've had plenty of time. I've been doing my side hustle. I've started uh, jotting down ideas for TV shows, reality TV shows. Brilliant. And do you want to hear my new idea? Go on then. We put people in precarious situations and they're unaware they've been put into these situations. So have you seen those uh, those like social media videos where it's like, oh, is it cake or is it real? Yeah, I've seen those, yeah. yeah. And it's, it's, it's like absolutely insane. So someone will cut into like a shoe, but it's not a shoe, it's a cake. It's like yeah, yeah. a really realistic looking cake. I saw one the other day where someone cut into a plug socket and it was an actual cake. That was really weird. But I've had the idea where we basically go into someone's house without them knowing and we replace like their smoke alarms, their fire extinguishers, their door handles with cake, and they don't know it. And right. then we start a fire in the house. Uh, and basically, <laughs> it's really fun, lighthearted. We watch them try to escape. It's really fun. They're screaming to you know save the dog, save the kids, and you know they go to pick up their fire extinguisher. Guess what? It's a cake. Have you been drinking? They go to get the door handle <laughs> open. They go to they go to escape through the window. They grab the door, win- uh, the window handle. It's a cake. Guess what, Bill? It's a cake. Yeah. It's a Victoria sponge. <laughs> there you go. But yeah, right, a bit well, of light hearted fun, and hopefully it'll take off. Netflix will probably pick it up. Welcome to the podcast, Spencer. If you're not aware, this is actually a guest special. We've uh, we've got a guest on, <laughs> and uh, he just had to indulge Tom. So he, there you go. There's, there's <laughs> Tom for you, Spencer. That, yeah. <laughs> That's going to be the tone of the podcast going forward. So um, yeah, enjoy that. How are you feeling, mate? Yeah, all good. Uh, my my very first podcast. Um, yeah. So it feels very strange. To, for people be fun, to be mate. talking to me on a podcast but yeah no it's really set the tone so yeah thanks thank yeah, you awesome um, <laughs> no you, you are welcome <laughs> i just you know if my idea suddenly appears in a week's time on netflix spencer i i know who's uh run off with it oh of yeah. course of course miss you well you know i might wake up one day during a house fire and try to escape and things <laughs> around me might just be made of cake incredible <laughs> <laughs> you're really you're really dragging this intro on some aren't you um spencer we won't uh we won't keep you long mate we are we are aware you're probably gonna have to get to bed soon uh, as you are i think you're our youngest ever guest so i'm not sure uh if you've got a scheduled bedtime yeah, my bedtime's about 8 p.m uh, so let's try and, um, let's try oh, and get this quick, out. We've yeah. got, right, we've got <laughs> yeah. 25 minutes until spencer's got to go to bed so uh i mean i'm happy to spend next 25 minutes speaking of cake <laughs> Or Finn's made to look like cake. Something tells me Spencer's not come on the podcast to talk about you and your fucking Netflix show, mate. Well, you never know. <laughs> but uh, yeah, jokes jokes aside, you are our youngest ever guest, I think, Spencer. So uh, we've really gone out there. How old are you, just to, for our listeners? Uh, I'm 19 years old. 19, where are we? Mm. I was 19 at that age, yeah. Oh, wow, incredible. <laughs> what a coincidence. <laughs> Evidence-based, love it. Cheers, Tom. <laughs> right, anyway, uh, we'll get straight to it, Spencer. So... Whenever we have a guest special on, we always start them the exact same way. We start with our gym pet peeves. Now, what we want from you is your number one gym pet peeve. But we are going to rank this using our super exclusive coveted ranking scale, which Tom is going to... I'm really... Tom's laughing, so I'm really worried what he's going to say, but we change it every week. Um, (laughs) Okay. Well, Tom, just give me the scale. (laughs) No, do you know what? Um, 
in, in in the past 60 seconds i've been desperately running through my head how i could try and make this into a scale on like a you know cake or fake oh, but i just I, I can't figure it out <laughs> so i'm just gonna go really simple here so uh, in the fitness industry we tend to use something called the rpe scale which is rate of perceived exertion basically on a scale of one to ten how hard something is in this instance when we ask about your gym pet peeves we're simply going to ask you on a scale of one to ten how annoying you find something and then we're going to rate it ourselves as well with one being well that's not annoying at all and 10 being oh my god i need to escape the house and the fight industry is made of cake right <laughs> oh, that's it. um tom mate well why have we gone so why have you gone so boring tom with one to ten what the, i'm sorry bill sorry spence i just want to interrupt that why have we gone for a one to ten scale what sort of fucking shit is that yeah one to ten how boring is that we tell him about some super exclusive coveted scale and you give him we're gonna go one to ten Cheers, mate. Really settled. We've had a week Bill, off. We are you really going to make me pull out the original? Are you really going to make me pull out the original? You know the original yeah, the scale mate, in front of he, young Spencer. He's, fucking, he's nineteen, not twelve. I'm sure he can handle a bit of uh, explicit language. <laughs> fucking hell! Yeah, sure I can't count to ten. Come on, guys. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, go, going well back to it. Originally, it was known as the rate of perceived country. There we go. Right, lovely. With there one we. being, you know, that's not very country. It's just quite normal. With ten being, well, what? What a cunt. You are a mega cunt. Yeah. yeah. There we go. We're back uh, in. Apologies, Spencer. Just yeah. don't let <laughs> child I know what I'm saying. Or- <laughs> <laughs> no, no, not at all. Um, if you are new around here because you've, uh, you know, you're friends with Spencer or something uh, and that language has offended you, um, it's a shame. Um, I would say we apologise, but we've we've got a history of offending people. If you listen to our last few episodes, yeah, Jesus Christ, <laughs> we won't go there again. We said we're going to leave that in the last series, so we won't go back there. But yeah, mm. um, we like to go a bit far field. But anyway, Spencer, talk to us. What is your top gym pet peeve? So for me personally, it's got to be when people hoard the equipment, right? Oh. So I'm talking about people that take six six dumbbells, two benches. So for one bench will just be for their workouts and the other bench will literally just be for their my protein shake, you know, their um their their bag with their phone and car keys in. You're just kind of sitting there like, can I just use the bench now, please? Like it's a, a bit like that, but but yeah, honestly it, it gets on my nerves because you know, it's not like they're paying any more money to be here than I am. So please, can I just use the equipment? But yeah, I would say that's 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 personally my top top my top one. Yeah, that's a good one. Tom, I mean you work in a commercial gym, don't you, so I mean you must I've seen that surely at some point. Oh god, yeah, this is a uh, this is always a nightmare. And whenever we get like comments on our little like IT system thing, like this is actually one of the common ones we tend to get as well. And I like, even like going back to my own experience, like I used to go to this gym and there was this one guy who used to do like he used to do like giant sets, but it would be he'd be using equipment that's like not even near each other. So he'd be using equipment that's like completely across from the other room. So you'll go to use it and out of nowhere he'll appear like Predator. He'll just appear and he'll be like, oh no, no I'm using that. You're like, you're all the way across there. You're like 200 meters away. You're not even, you're not even like nowhere near the machine. He's like, yeah, yeah, but I'm doing supersets. It's like, fucking hell, okay, well, can I jump in? Well, no, because I'm going to be really quick. It's like, mate, by the time you take to get back and forth, <laughs> you know, that's, that's basically like, the school trip, Spencer. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> the school trip. But, uh, like, yeah, that is really annoying. <laughs> it's just the way they gonna, their stuff there as well. Like they just leave their bag there. It's just so aggravating. You're just staring at it. It looks like you're going to nick their stuff. Yeah, <laughs> almost like it's like a you know the reserved sign at a restaurant. Yeah, my bag's yeah. here, so it's mine now. It's like yeah. How about for year? Across Tom, the mate, room? there was a perfect opportunity there to bring the Germans back into that with the towels on the sunbeds. There was a perfect opportunity to bring. Oh, it I've back offended in. the Germans and yeah, like, you know when Germans leave the fucking towels on the sunbeds at like five a.m. and when you go on the holiday, yeah. God, I, I can't only imagine what gyms are like in Germany. There's just be like beach towels everywhere. Mm. But um, yeah, like I'm gonna, Joe, you know I'm gonna give that an eight because it's really frustrating. But I want to purposely hold back a little bit in case there's something worse. I don't want to. I don't want to blow my load just yet. It's only one, mate. We're only doing one. Yes, yeah, so this is a one-off special. This is this is a chat with PTs. This is a one-off special. So we're only doing one. Get the fucking program, Tom. We do this podcast long enough, mate. <laughs> just because I'm thinking of the previous guy that uh, I had my experiences with, then yeah, okay, we'll go for ten. Ten. All right, Jesus fucking guy's a dick. Right. Okay. God, far, far Ironically, that same guy actually later on came and joined as a member in the gym I work at now, and uh, I found an excuse to ban him. So yeah, happy days. <laughs> fucking hell. Nice one, mate. We're doing the exact same thing. Funny enough. <laughs> I'll be honest with you, Tom, I think I've got to agree to a point there, haven't you? Because it's uh, gym etiquette, it's not very good, and you suppose that person could be defined as a cunt. So I suppose 10 is the appropriate yeah. placing on the scale, isn't it? Because yeah. 
They're just being rude, aren't they? It wouldn't be too bad if they let you jump in. Yeah, if they let you jump. Yeah, but it's when they most take... Most times they don't. You know what I mean? They've got like all the different sizes of dumbbells there and it's just like, come on, mate. Like, you're not... Yeah. 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 I'm also thinking in the case where they don't put any of that stuff back afterwards mm. either. Oh, so, yeah. Yeah. Go on, 10. Yeah, Tom's going to erupt now, look. Yeah. An unhinged 10. Wow, <laughs> wow, well, Spencer, you've come in hot, mate. Two tens. Well, well, yeah. Is that is that is that good? Do you get a lot of tens on here or no? Not really. Not really. Um, I don't know. I've mentioned my fair few tens before, but I'm <laughs> I am easily annoyed. Nab, you're quite you're quite soft sometimes, Tom. You you could be quite soft as well. You'll be like, oh no, I can't do that. It depends. I've got to give it a five out of ten, and you know. Yeah, but that's because all my murderous rage is saved for the gym. Right? You don't know what goes on in person, Bill. Banning members, right? Yeah, no. <laughs> There's them on a watch list. <laughs> God, what? Yeah. Watch There's a reason please. why I'm banned from ten pure gyms. Wow, ten and that's three a, GLLs and uh, two golds, one in another country. Ten pure gyms. Uh, to be honest, being banned from pure gyms is probably a blessing in disguise. I'm not a huge fan of no. pure gym, to be honest. That's just me personally. <laughs> that's currently uh, the company I work for. That's currently our rival. So yeah, yeah. Fuck oh. pure gym. <laughs> fuck pure gym. <laughs> <laughs> but now, do you know I know something I'm, I'm, I'll probably get in trouble for mentioning this but just because we're talking about being banned from gyms uh, but I so just to confirm today's actually my last uh, day as the manager uh, at my current gym so yeah if I do get in trouble whatever what are you going to do sack me I've left um, but we have access to a watch list so we can see everyone company wide who's been banned for what reasons and what they're on watch lists and one person was assaulted by a 38 kilo dumbbell <laughs> what? And that's actually more impressive than anything because 38 kilos is heavy. Like, if you're using that as a weapon, that must have been like a really slow moving weapon. Yeah. yeah. God, how do you like, get It's yeah. impressive to pick it up and use it as a weapon. You can't throw a 38 so kilo play dumbbell. To them. Surely not. You're not throwing that, are you? No, no. No. You can't throw And if you're picking up, that must have been in slow motion. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> you're picking up to use it as a hammer or something. I think the other guy should have been banned for not being able to dodge it, to be honest. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah, speed, that, yeah. <laughs> Unless it's the old sneak attack from behind. <laughs> Which <laughs> yeah, the most cool. slowest assault ever. I very much doubt it. If that person's out there listening, please get in touch. I'd love to know your your thought process during that attack, kind of how it went down. It's gonna yeah. It's, yeah. it's gonna keep me wow. up at night. Awful. If it is the guy that was doing the attack, I, I wanna know his uh, I wanna know his split. <laughs> his split yeah. his training routine. <laughs> yeah. His training routine. <laughs> We'll move on to the uh, the next part of the show, Spencer. So we've got you on here today to talk about your journey. So we'll go into kind of the start of it, really. So you said you had a lot of issues when you were younger. I say younger, obviously you're still quite young, but obviously younger, younger, we're talking, you know, maybe year seven onwards, I'd say. I'd take a wild guess. Um, and you said you had a bit of an issue regarding body image. Um, and you said that led to things like bullying. Um, you felt pretty poor, affected your mental health. And then you've also said that on Instagram and TikTok, where you're probably most known for, is you received a lot of DMs from people saying the same thing. How are you feeling now before we move on? How are you feeling overall in, you, in yourself? Yeah, no, I'm all good now. I'm, I'm you know, I'm feeling a lot more confident. Um, if anything, I'm feeling too confident with the stuff I'm doing at the gym. Like it's amazing. Um, and uh, and yeah, obviously to come from a terrible situation and move into something that I, I think it's a barrier really. Once you overcome that barrier, you feel a lot more confident in yourself. So yeah, and I've, I've got a lot of people supporting me, a lot of people loving what I'm doing. So so yeah, I'm feeling a lot better now. Thank you very much. That's <laughs> awesome. Yeah, good, good to hear, mate. Cool. So why would you why would you say this is the case then why would you say you you were, you were struggling so much and you, people you know you could say bullying and it did affect you you know because in terms of social media which i think is one of the potentially one of the biggest reasons it could have been is me and tom you could say especially tom grew up in a different time social media is more prevalent now perhaps than you were growing up spencer when we were when we were around we had things like bebo myspace uh <laughs> facebook uh, what was it msn messenger i think it was uh so obviously you, you've obviously a little bit different uh so you know what why would you say it's the case why did you go through those issues well i would say a lot of it was kind of just in school i mean don't get me wrong there was like social media that definitely did help and um obviously things like when you're talking with people on like your xbox or your playstation or whatever um, <laughs> obviously a lot of there's a lot of banter on there so that's all fine but yeah at school I was mainly just kind of picked on for um, for my weight uh, at the age of like I think it was 14, 15 I weighed something like 15, 16 stones something like that um, and yeah I was not happy with myself at all but I didn't really help myself to be honest um, with like uh, when I was going through GCCs and stuff I, all I did was stress eat I'd come home right and I'd eat a bag of Doritos a whole bag of Doritos and a chocolate bar. I'm not talking about the little dairy milks either. I'm talking the, the big bars. <laughs> the family size. Right? The family size, <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> exactly. So, um, so yeah, I wasn't helping Strong myself start. at all. 
<laughs> exactly. But yeah, it, I, I did not help myself whatsoever. Um, but obviously, it helped me get through my GCSEs and everything. And you know, once I once I finished those, and it, and it kind of came to um, year eleven finishing and year twelve starting, I was like, right, during this period, I just need to lose weight. I want to be a different person when I go back, basically. Um, so. Yeah, that's kind of which. Uh, that's kind of when I just like, you know what, I need to start losing weight. So I started going on runs, drinking plenty of water because that kind of helps, uh, you know, keep yourself hydrated and helps you lose weight. Um, and yeah, during that period, I even went on holiday to um, Turkey. I think it was. Oh, I went on holiday to Turkey, and it was an all-inclusive holiday. And my parents, I don't think, have ever been more annoyed with me because I barely ate anything. <laughs> um, I literally went out there and just swam and swam and swam and swam and went for runs every morning, which doesn't sound like a holiday, but I was that kind of devoted to, to kind of losing weight. But the the way that I did lose weight, I, I would not recommend. I mean, uh, I was I was when I was back at home, I was not eating breakfast, I was not eating lunch, I would only eat dinner, and it would be a low calorie meal. So I was practically starving myself. I would just drink water throughout the entire day, pretty much. Um, so yeah, do not recommend that now, obviously, but I was very devoted to just losing weight. I don't really care much about muscle mass or anything. And then I went from 16 stone, uh, in year 11 at the end of year 11. And then the start of year 12, I was 10 stone five. So I'd lost a lot, a lot of weight during that time. That's a lot, isn't it? Um, Like what would you, so you said you about, that was quite a drastic cut and you obviously took some extreme measures. What would you say made you do that? What would, is this something you read or something you saw? Is it just, you were that desperate? that you kind of drove yourself down that path i can't yeah i was that desperate to be honest i i felt like at the way i was no one really it's, it's difficult i feel like no one really took me seriously like a lot of a lot i was the punchline of a lot of jokes um and i was kind of just i think um as well i saw like a lot of gym people like this is where i think tiktok's good like i had a lot of um gym stuff come from my tiktok and i was like i, I kind of want to you know i want to start doing that it looks interesting like um but but yeah and that's kind of what drove me to kind of start off but starting in my opinion is the hardest part and then maintaining it is is easy because you well, you want to hit that new pb you want to look better do you know what i mean it's all about progression progression not perfection for me so yeah hmm. nice would you say that's the biggest barrier then to people in your peer group 100 getting started getting started yeah, just, they just they struggle to get started yeah. why do you think that is th- um for me i think it's just like it's the mentality of kind of just like oh I'll, I'll do it tomorrow thinking they've got like all the time in the world pretty much um because they're yeah, like oh you know i'm young, young. exactly precisely like oh yeah i'm young i don't really need to care now i can care in like a few years time which is fine i mean i understand that but for me me personally like i just want to look how i want to look now like i want to kind of get that over and done with and you know and i'm really enjoying you know going to the gym and especially with my mates as well like i'm lucky that a lot of my mates also go to the gym and we kind of help each other out and give each other motivation so but yeah i think that's that's the main key factor to stop people from or prevent people from going to the gym to, to basically start. So, yeah. I mean, it is quite sad because I do think there's a stigma um, behind, like, youngsters being in the gym in general. And, I mean, this is anything from, like, early teens to late teens to even, like, early 20s. I mean, especially for some that kind of manages a commercial gym, there are people that just simply resent younger people being in the gym or just assume straight away, oh, they're going to be loud or, you know, they're going to be obnoxious, etc. It's not always the case. Some of the young fellas I talk to, including some of like the early teens in, in my gym, are like just really nice people and actually eager to learn. Yeah, and it's actually really cool to see. But I just, uh, yeah, it's sad that there is still this stigma. I feel like it's become a lot more popular nowadays um, within yeah. like my age category because I, I know people when I was in year ten, year eleven, I, I know people who would go to the gym almost every day, and we, you know, we were fourteen, fifteen around then. So, um, mm. so yeah, I know a lot more people that, that do now. But also, actually, just one one thing, I don't know if. Uh, you to be able to shed light on this, but it's just I don't know. If you if you train, uh if you weight train when you're younger, does that affect your growth? No. Oh, no. It doesn't. No. No. So that's uh, a really common myth. Um yeah. do you know what it's so funny you say is because I was actually gonna remake like an old thing I made ages ago for this on the Instagram, but the common fear amongst uh, adolescents or juniors, weight trainers, that they're gonna damage their growth plates, which will then stunt their growth. Now, it is true that you can, you know, damage your growth plates, but you can damage your growth plates as an adult. Right. Yeah. Even as a junior or an adolescent, you can damage your growth plates playing football or rugby or any other kind of sport. And it is kind of ironic how, like, parents in particular will happy push their kids to do these contact sports like, uh, you know, taekwondo or boxing, etc., or things like rugby, football. But straight away, as soon as uh, some form of resistance training is involved... It's demonised and stigmatised as, oh, no, no, this is going to stunt your growth. 
Um, sadly, if you go onto social media and you see like a 12-year-old powerlifting, all you'll see in the comments is, yeah, really vicious comments where people are just talking about, oh, they're going to be a midget, they're going to stunt their growth, they're going to hurt them. And it's not the case at all. I don't want to say that's people intentionally being dicks. I just think a lot of people are misinformed. And misinformed isn't always like a negative finish. just, you know, there's things that I don't know. But yeah, it's um, absolutely fine. In fact, it's recommended children take some part of resistance training on board. We've got loads of evidence. To yeah, we did a podcast on it, didn't we? Was it in the myth series we did on, didn't we? All about this, this topic. And um, yeah, in that in that podcast, I think one of the studies we actually mentioned showed that resistance training actually helps with the health of your of your discs yes, and stuff. It and actually, it was actually showing you know a positive as opposed to things like football, or rugby stuff, where there's more chance, there's more risk, basically. And do you know what? As well, and I was, this is kind of a conversation I had with someone the other day. But when I was growing up, so this is like 500 years ago. This is when the pyramids were being built. When you did PE at school, it was either cross country running, rugby, or football. Now, the only one I enjoyed out of any of those was rugby, but actually it wasn't on for long because not enough people signed up to do it, so it wasn't feasible for us to do it anymore. But me, I, I hated football, and I didn't like running at the time, so it's one of those things where I was put off PE. I was always put off physical lessons because I hated doing the sport. But it's one of those things where now there's a lot more options in schools. There's like gymnastics, there's loads of stuff. It would be awesome if weight training was all resistance training, let's say, was an option for people uh, for ch- uh, adolescents at school. Because I think it, I think a lot of people would be more interested in doing that than being forced to play a sport they don't like. Yeah, we well, said that to be fair. At my school, they did actually have a gym. It was it was a terrible gym and a very small one, but it was a gym. Um, and in I think it was uh, year 11, we we were actually allowed to go down to our local gym and, and you know, PE teachers would take there because it was like a five-minute walk away. So they'd take us there for an hour and work out. So to be fair, our school was that's actually really pretty cool. good for that. Yeah, yeah. No, that's, that's really awesome. cool. Bearing in mind, I'm talking about like the mid-90s, late-90s. <laughs> we're going <laughs> yeah. back a bit. But I yeah. mean, no, it's really cool to hear that it is changing. Yeah, I, I wish I had that back in my day. That sounds yeah. great. Spence, because yeah, no, you, you, you've asked that question, where is that something that maybe sort of like your parents is it older people have said to you like oh you don't you shouldn't be lifting weights is that is that something you've heard uh it was it was mainly studies to be fair like you know you see those all the bollocks online it's just like oh studies have shown this like from just some random news source you've never heard of as well um and also like you know a lot of people my age get a lot of their like gym information from instagram tiktok people on there yeah but you don't actually know where this information is coming from it could be coming from you know someone completely random doesn't even go to the gym so that's I mean, the, usually the easiest thing to do in that instance is just say, what study? Yeah, what? Yeah. yeah, what? And most times people either just link you to an opinion piece, someone that's just written a random blog, or they'll just go silent. <laughs> or they'll just start like absolutely flaming the shit out of you. Yeah. <laughs> of but there'll be yeah. no studies actually cited. Yeah, yeah, of course. You should always get into the habit of asking like, why? Or like, yeah, if someone says something, always ask them, you know, why do you think that? And if they can't answer that question and then straight away you're like, you, you've got to be sceptical that the stuff they're saying is probably if a bit If someone bullshit. makes a bold claim, they need to be mm-hmm. ready to back it up. Spencer, if we go back onto uh, your journey. So what I want to know is, is you kind of you kind of gave an indication of why you took this decision to improve your, you know, physical health and stuff. Um, you weren't very happy. You sound like you've got quite low, hence why you took very drastic measures, which we wouldn't recommend to anyone listening, uh, eating nothing. <laughs> yeah. um, who, who would you say is your biggest inspiration like through, through all this? Is there anyone that in particular who inspired you? Uh, anyone online maybe? Or- to be honest, uh, a while back, I wouldn't have said many people, to be honest. I was kind of just focused on myself. But now with the weight training that I'm doing, 100% I've got to say um, Kofi Tyrrell. He's a, he's like an Instagram such TikToker. And the reason why like, I look up to him a lot is because he's literally like the, ex- the same age as me. He weighs the same, similar to me. I think he's 75, 80 kg. I weigh 70 to put that in perspective. Um, and he's deadlifting like 240, 260 kg, um, which I think is just nuts. Like it's ridiculous. And, um, and yeah, he's just a lovely guy, similar personality I would say to me. And yeah. Honestly, well, the, my my dream dream gym session would be to have a gym session with him. One hundred percent. He's a, he's a he's a legend. So yeah, I say he's definitely probably one of my um, inspirations. So yeah, hmm. cool. Uh, you mentioned TikTok a few times here, uh, and obviously you are on TikTok yourself. You share quite a little journey. Yeah. <laughs> um, I know, as Tom's alluded to there, we're about 400 years old, so you could say we're not TikTokers. I did try once. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, try once. Yeah. Uh, what made you jump onto TikTok and actually start creating? What did you actually start creating? Like, obviously, you, it sounds like you, you're probably on TikTok for a while looking at stuff, but when did you actually jump on and start making content? What made you do that? 
Well, I actually, I actually started a while back um, mm. when I was, I never actually started to make gym content. I was just making, uh, basically I'm a, I'm a huge PC geek pretty much. So um, oh, I preach, made preaching like, to the content choir, mate. about Pre- my... Preaching to the choir, don't worry. <laughs> oh, <laughs> lovely. PC master race here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, but yeah, I used to make like just computer content and I gained a, a fair following on that in, in fairness. But after a while, I just like, well, there's no content to post. I'm getting a bit bored of it. Like it's, it's not, not for me really. So I, I kind of stopped for a few months. Um, and then I was kind of just like, oh, I'm really getting into gym now. Why not just post, you know, what, what I'm love doing, what, what I love doing on here and try and motivate other people to get in the gym as well. So, and plus the thing with TikTok as well is that TikTok's an amazing platform because you can post on there and then people who aren't even following you, you can see your videos. So it's a nice way to kind of get whatever you're promoting out there, um, even if it's just yourself. So, so yeah, I would say a lot of the people who follow what I do, send me messages and show, like, give me support, or a lot of them are from TikTok. Uh, so, yeah. It's a very good platform. Bill, we need to go on TikTok, mate. You do. Gonna, you do need well, to Maybe we could do like one of those dances. Maybe we can make one up. I don't know. <laughs> the official <laughs> chat shit go fit dance. What would it be? So, some kind of like CrossFit, you know, jambo or something. I See, don't this know. Is, this is the misconception because a lot of people just go, oh, TikTok. That's the dancing app, isn't it? And it's it's really not. I mean, when it started up, don't get me wrong. Yes, it was. I mean, it literally took over a company called Musical.ly, which in the name just sounds like a dancing app, doesn't it really? But but yeah, I mean, if, if you asked me this or said this to me three, four years ago, then yeah, 100% sure. But but mm. no, not, not, not at all. I've not seen a dancing video in about a year, to be honest, on TikTok. So, so yeah. I mean, I know it's heavily influenced by like an algorithm. And uh, when I f- originally downloaded it, I-, I don't know what it was I must have watched, but after that, all I was getting videos was people like getting stabbed and like jumped in South London. I don't know why. <laughs> what the but fuck? yeah, it was a pretty grim experience <laughs> at the think, time. Uh, and that was my TikTok experience. Right, yeah. I would say give it another try and just try and click on some gym videos and see if, see if that'll... Nicer things. Yeah, yeah. Oh, some nicer things than that. Yeah, precisely. God, yeah. I've literally got TikTok for one guy that I know who makes sandwiches. I'll let you watch him make sandwiches. <laughs> right. it's, yeah, I'm not joking. I'm not telling you that. So, mate, Ross, he literally he, he's a gay. He rolls a dice and it basically makes a sandwich for him. And sometimes you get some horrid combinations. Um, but yeah, it's quite entertaining. It's, oh, it's called like the sandwich of destiny or something. Um, yeah, but that's, <laughs> See, that's the thing. That's... You get just loads of random stuff on TikTok, and it's entertaining as well. You know, it clearly is. It's just a lot of people nowadays have very short attention spans, and I'm not going to be like, oh, you know, it's it's such it's such a shame. Like, I mean, I'm I'm part of that group to be honest. My my attention mm. span is awful as well. So so I think that's why it's probably heavily heavily used to be honest. But yeah, very good. Would recommend getting on getting on TikTok if you're not already. Yeah, just don't don't get absorbed into that death scroll. Jesus Christ, lose all your hours in the day <laughs> death scrolling, watching Spencer watching well, yeah, Spencer exactly. do bicep curls. That's all we're going to do. Is I'm just going to keep scrolling. It's going <laughs> to well, in my case, people getting bricked in Brixton. Well, yeah. <laughs> Brilliant. <laughs> For God's sake. Depends, depends what you're into, really, doesn't it? So. Yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> so what, what's your plan going forward with, uh, with TikTok then? Have you got any like any sort of plans with it? Or are you just going to kind of take it out and just make videos? Or um, Well, with TikTok, um, obviously to grow. <laughs> That's yeah, what yeah, I'm sure. looking to do. Uh, it's just to grow my following. and um, But yeah, yeah, definitely grow my following and like dedicated like followers as well because i just get loads of messages from people um on instagram that come from my tiktok just saying oh you know really love your content i even have people saying like oh you know i've been for a run this week and that's because of you and it's just people saying that is ridiculous like just actually saying that i'm i am the motivation which is lovely mm-hmm. um and also like a lot of these people kind of remind me when i was at that point so i have had some really like deep messages of people just saying you know i'm at this point you know it's, life's not great at the moment um and then i actually like kind of help them kind of you know give them motivation basically just try to be the person who will, will push them to um to, to kind of work out so yeah um but yeah def- that was definitely um one of my goals for tiktok is kind of just getting it bigger getting a wider audience and posting hopefully some uh some more content so but yeah it's interesting that because a lot of people like would look at perhaps your TikTok, for example. I don't know what you'd call them. Is it boomers? Isn't it? Is that what's, what's, what's the word that gets thrown around? Isn't it? Um, and they might, and they, <laughs> boomers, and they might look yeah. at, and they might look at your content, um, and they might think, oh, "What the fuck's he doing? Like, why is he doing? Why is he doing all this and stuff?" But at the end of the day, if you're having positive impact to people in your peer group, that's really all that matters. Um, not everyone's going to like it, and people are yeah. going to come from different generations where TikTok and social media isn't really a big thing. So, as we said, we've said numerous times on the podcast, people hate what they don't understand. That cliche saying uh, and i can i could see yeah. why people would maybe look at a tiktok like yours and go you know why is he fucking doing this why is he showing off his like journey or stuff yeah oh no 100 percent. i've had that i have had that oh yeah yeah how, how do you how do you deal with that well i mean 
I go so I go live on TikTok sometimes. So sometimes I'll speak to people, and in other live sessions, I'll actually be at the gym so people can watch me work out live. It's very str- okay, it sounds wow. very strange, but yeah, yeah. it's something that um that some people do, yeah. And um, some people, someone will just join and just go, oh yeah, you got a dead trim, or oh yeah, that's you're, you're, you're not <laughs> you're not heavy trim. enough. And I'm just I'm just like. <laughs> literally thanks, i'm just thanks, like mate. oh yeah cheers mate that's literally all i say i'm just like exactly i'm just That's like thank all you, you can do because exactly what else off. can you say precisely so there's no point being like oh go away mate what, what, why are you in here you know because it's just gonna escalate it and you're giving them what they want so there's no point yeah as they used to say back in my day don't feed the trolls like yeah, yeah. don't exactly. feed yeah that's exactly. it yeah proper boomer saying that but yeah <laughs> yeah fucking up yeah. top god that mate <laughs> showing your own <laughs> What would you say your plans are to grow TikTok? What sort of content are you sort of pushing at the moment? Uh, so it's a bit of both. So some are um, kind of just transformation videos. So my most, my pinned TikTok video, I'm probably the most, I think with the most amount of views is just my transformation. So um, after I did lose the weight, I started bulking, but my bulking wasn't successful. And I just ended up getting big again. <laughs> so I was just like, oh, damn it. So at the start of this year, I took a picture of me and I looked atrocious in my opinion. And then in four or five months time, I basically just did another massive cut and took a picture of that and then that kind of transformation a lot of people enjoyed um so yeah that was one thing i do post and then other other posts are just me working out um are me giving advice to people so i make videos on people how to lose weight how to bulk um, body recomposition etc etc um and uh, other videos are kind of just like I, I do make some videos of me promoting other tiktokers as well so people that I think who make really good gym gym videos as well. That's mainly on like my Instagram story and my Instagram. But but yeah, I like to promote other people if they're you know if I see that they're doing well and like have a positive impact on a gym community, then I'd, I'd why not share that? Do you know what I mean? Why not share that and try and grow their audience as well? So no, wicked. What would you say your goals are? Like we're still going forward to TikTok. What about in life in general? What's your plan in life? Talk to us, Spencer. Got, you got um, years years ahead. Well, <laughs> years ahead indeed. So. Um, Definitely to just, in terms of the, the gym, just, just gain more muscle and become shredded. That's basically one thing that I want to do. Uh, an absolute uh, unit. <laughs> exactly. Get exactly. swole, end of. Like, yeah, get swole, yeah. That I mean, is the end goal. Yeah, the end goal, exactly. get swole. Yeah. <laughs> that's what that's going on a shirt and I, I was the first one to do that as well as the whole cake and fire extinguisher thing. Cake and fire <laughs> extinguisher. Yeah. Lovely. Cake, cake it's a great show idea, by the way. I, I would run with that if I was you. <laughs> but, um, Don't encourage him, Spencer. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah definitely just gain more muscle and become shredded i mean me personally i don't want to be someone who uh becomes massive massive like i don't want to be a um someone who uh, basically like eddie, eddie hall i respect him for what he does obviously I, i'm not saying that i could easily do that do you know what i mean i couldn't i probably what well, i probably can't but but um i don't want to become one of them people who like just purely try and lift as heavy as they can and get massive like that i just want a decent figure that i can just sit back and say look i'm happy with this um so yeah, but I'm going to keep training. I'm doing what I do. Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. And all my mates as well. Like, I've got, I've, got, I mean, I'm mates with people who are 18, 17, so a few years younger than me, and they they lift just as much as me, if if not some of them more, which is really nice to see. And they go gym with me. Um, and I've just, I've also just got one of my mates on gym. He's been going for two months. And he's made some ridiculous progress. Uh, his name is Ross. If you listen to this, Ross, then shout to you. But um, <laughs> because he's he's been doing really well. Um, so so yeah. Uh, I would, that's that's one of my goals and then obviously I work I haven't actually said this yet I work in IT hence why I'm a bit of a PC uh, geek Okay. so nice. um, so yeah for the for the IT stuff that I do I obviously want to make a lot of progress in that I'm really, I love my job I really enjoy my job um, all the people there are very nice very nice company as well to work for in case your boss is listening <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah shout we'll out talk, to the boss we'll talk after <laughs> no I'm joking yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, my manager's a lovely guy as well <laughs> yeah. my manager's a lovely guy as well he's, he's a legend giving me so much not just advice on on the job but also just life advice as well like in terms of saving my money and and um ah, cool. you know p- p- people skills and meet how to deal in meetings and stuff yeah so yeah I, lo- I love my job so i would say those are my goals at the moment 100 percent. Oh, awesome sounds cool. positive mate yeah really good positive positivity come quite a long way we move on to health and fitness in your social circle slash age group because i'm fully aware that a few people from your peer group might listen to this so what we want to try and tackle is this podcast we essentially just try and tackle misinformation Um, and it does get quite hard as you even said it's very easy to go on instagram or something and just see someone going this study said that you can eat this and you'll get ripped in two days and then the people just like yeah great awesome um and obviously we try and tackle that but it gets very difficult because at the end of the day it's easier to spread misinformation 
Um, and it's, it's very difficult mm. to combat that, and that's why we're getting Especially quite... Especially when we're the ones that are doing the misinformation. That's a joke for fun, <laughs> like an inside joke. Yeah, where we purposely spread it, you know, just to gaslight our listeners. Oh, I yeah. see. Yeah. yeah. Which episode was that, Tom? It is... A... <laughs> All of them. All of them. Um, <laughs> social media can be a bit of a hellscape for misinformation, but at the same time, like, you do get some gems and nuggets on there, but this kind of goes in line with something you said earlier, Spence, and that is, like, with TikTok and stuff like that, it's very quick attention-grabbing, which is awesome. Um, when it comes to things like good quality information, sadly, sometimes it's one of those things where it's more of a nuanced discussion mm. and it's not something that can be, like, um, you know, zoned down into, like, one quick video and Instagram post. So saying that, some people are doing really well with it. Yeah. Um, there are some really good uh, people that do like the whole green screen thing in the background where they have a study in the background and they quickly go through it. Mm. You know, that's pretty cool. So, you know, maybe there is a future for Spill on TikTok where we could do that. <laughs> God, yeah. yeah. But to give that. good quality information, not the misinformation we give on this podcast. And, and not you baking cakes, because I can imagine I set up a TikTok and it's just you making fucking cakes of door handles yeah. and windows. And- <laughs> uh, I didn't say I'd be baking the cakes. The whole right, I'm just a guy with the idea. You're, you're the middleman. I'll just be the guy that says, Yeah. <laughs> I'll just be the guy that says, you know, the brakes in your car, wouldn't it be funny if we replaced that with cake? You know, I'm just the idea guy. Yeah, you're airbag, guy. guess what? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah a cop's taser <laughs> guess oh, what we are a serious oh, evidence-based God. podcast spencer the, the wheels on an airplane <laughs> where do we end this you could do this with so There'll much be, <laughs> yeah. i could do so much you know the, the life vest on a, oh. on a ferry <laughs> just imagine the sheer panic where you go to pick these fins up and your hands just go straight through it <laughs> yeah just one bit massive chunk of regal icing. This could be a great little comedy show, this on Netflix. Oh, there's so many ideas. I should have turned this into a poll. I can see at least 20 seasons. <laughs> 20 seasons? I told you to stop encouraging him, Spencer. Tell him 20 seasons. Fuck's sake. He's, good, he's, <laughs> he's not going to have time to do the podcast. Yeah, a lot of casualties. Yeah, fucking hell. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> if, we, if we go back to our original point, so... Yeah. <laughs> Topic. <laughs> what I kind of want to get to the root of is where do you and like all your peers and stuff get your information from? Like, if we put this into context, then you know, what's your current training routine? So, you know, tell us what you're doing, and more importantly, really, is why you're doing what you're doing. Uh, so we get a lot of our information from like YouTube, Instagram, TikTok, at least that's what I think, anyway. Um, also, I would just say from each other. So, a lot of, for example, the guy that's just started who I said, Ross, um, a lot of the information that he's obtained is from me. Um, so some of it could be misinformation. I don't know. <laughs> I hope not. Uh, but some Find of it, a, a lot of it, I feel like is, is things that, yeah, exactly. <laughs> As I said earlier, misinformation isn't always inherently a bad thing. Mm. You know, it's when people are doing it on purpose, knowing that what they're spreading is bullshit. That's when it's a problem. Yeah. But being misinformed is just, a, it's a normal thing. I'm sure yeah. there's things I'm misinformed on that I can just take on board and go, oh, okay, I never knew that. Exactly. I think it's nice to learn new things as well. Like if someone's saying, oh, you're doing that wrong, I don't mind. As long as they're not being a dick about it, yeah. then I don't mind. <laughs> I don't mind. And do you know what? Even if you know that what they're saying is bullshit, yeah. best thing to do is just go, oh, cheers for that. Yeah, cheers, thumbs cheers, up mate, then. Yeah. <laughs> Grit your, your teeth, smile, and crack on doing your own thing anyway. Exactly. <laughs> as soon as they're back turned. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, exactly. But, um, but yeah, no, I would say, yeah, just a lot of social media and, and, and YouTube is, is kind of a, uh, you know, where a lot of us get our information from. In terms of what I do training-wise, um, so I currently do push-pull legs. I've had to write this down because I know that I'm just going to forget it and I'm going to be like, I can't actually remember what I do. Mm-hmm. But um, but yeah, I do push-pull legs. And weirdly enough, I don't know if you two are going to find this very weird, but I actually train shoulders on leg day. Okay. okay. Yeah. Uh, no, I don't, that, no, that don't bother me at all. No, okay, not okay good, no, good. I thought you might be, oh, what's that? <laughs> Okay, it's just because I feel like push day takes far too long. I do, you know, I do chest and triceps, and then by the time I finish, it's been like an hour and a half, an hour and forty-five, and I'm just like, oh, I don't want to, I don't want to stay here too long. Because especially because sometimes I go quite late as well because of my job. I don't really have a lot of time to go to the gym. Um, I, st- I still make the time, but I don't want to make too much time because I still have things to crack on with. So, yeah. But yeah, I do, I do shoulders on on, on leg day, and um, but yeah, I, I would say uh, I spend, well, I do roughly fifteen to twenty sets a week on each muscle. I would say. Yeah. Um, for like maximum. Uh, is that too much? Too little? Or do you think that's... We were speaking about it recently. Spoke, yeah, like a couple of weeks ago we spoke about the... So it de- yeah, it, it depends on like... Um, it depends on like your training age and what it yeah. is you're actually adapting to. But in regards to hy- hypertrophy, like muscle growth, like what you're kind of going for with the physique aspect, yeah, like... 15, 20 sets per muscle group is, sounds yeah, that's, right, if you've it? been training a long time and you've already seen that amount of progress, that sounds about right to us. So for an absolute novice, 
for an absolute novice, I'd say, look, the most minimum effective, not the most minimum, but like the effective dose, if you want to go for like the minimum effective dose, probably just over 10 sets, but that's fucking newbie. Yeah. That's a new person who like, you know, they have a blank canvas, the slightest dash of paint is going to make a difference. But for someone like yourself, who's already been training for a long period of time, etc., you know, 15 to 20 sets per muscle group is, yeah, absolutely fine. I mean, I'd recommend spreading it out throughout the week. Mm. You yeah, know, yeah. oh yeah, I just want to clarify. Just in say, in case someone goes twenty sets of overhead press, let's go for it in yeah. one day. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, that's that's absolutely fine. Yeah, Tom, just put that in context. I was quickly when when I got back our notes from that episode we did on that topic. Um, uh, we looked at rapid. We, oh, no, I'm, I'm, I'm organised now. I've got my emails ready to go. So we, we looked at two like papers. John Wick. We looked at two papers we spoke about on that um, Spencer. One of them basically said that ten plus was like the greatest in hypertrophy was like the best one, 10 plus, but then we looked at another one and that found that it looked at, this This next paper looked at 6 to 9, 18 to 27 and 30 to 45 sets per muscle group. So you can imagine 30 to 45 is fucking loads in it. Right. But what they did find was that overall performing 10 to 20 per muscle group was the most consistent result in peak gains in muscle size and strength. So you, yeah. you're in that you're in that bracket there right. at 15. Okay, so, 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 so 10 to 20 seems to be the best yeah. according to the, the current data anyway. <laughs> Uh, for most people but you can you, there are some papers which show 30 plus but as tom said there for most yeah. people that's like not really yeah not, you're going to recover we are gonna from get that. genetic outliers we are all different yeah no of course um i feel like my genetics aren't great for the gym personally i'm not going to use that as an excuse but yeah, don't be when, negative, I, when i was be starting i found it very very difficult uh, yeah i know i know but when i when i first started i found it very difficult to to gain muscle because i just thought um, i thought my genetics were letting me down um, but yeah. I don't think it was that. I think it's just I didn't have much idea of what was going on. I didn't have a lot of information at the time. Unre- so. Unrealistic expectations, maybe as well. I think you you probably a lot of people a lot of people when they start they have unrealistic expectations. They expect things to happen like oh, overnight. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I was like, oh, I'm going to get ripped in a year. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, no chance. And then people are like, oh, it's genetics. It's genetics. Listen, it's all one big learning curve. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's one big learning curve. We're always learning. The thing is, I turn 35 next year, and that day there's still things that I'm going to be learning. You know, not just in regards to current research and uh, evidence in regards to training, fitness, health, nutrition, whatever, but in how I react to exercise as well. Yeah. You know, mm. I might suddenly discover that I like an exercise that I've been hating all these years. You know, it's mm. always going to be a learning curve. Always like fitness is a journey, not a destination in the day. We're always learning. We're always adapting. We're always progressing. Well, I say progressing, you know. Some of us are regressing. Some this us, guy here. Some of us are stuck. Some of us are stuck on a sixty kilo deadlift. <laughs> yeah, sixty kilo deadlift going down to fifty nine. Yeah. Oh, you're not going down, oh, are you, Tom? But Bill, I've shown you the secu- I've shown you the security footage. You know full well that that's bullshit. What? What, what security <laughs> footage? I don't know what you're talking about. You know, I've no idea what you're talking about, mate. I have you. I have you know. I pulled a solid one sixty with a really nice shrimp curved back the other day. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> How much do you two actually um, bench and deadlift? I'm, I'm intrigued. I mean, I oh don't my god, re- my bench is awful. Is bench? Um, you're not a traditional yeah, SBD really, guy, are you, no. Bill? My, my, my bench is alright. I think so my bench. A I think well, floppy my, man. Yeah, I don't really bench much, but the thing is, the stuff I do, I do quite a lot of push anyway, so it translates over. But I, I think my actual bench, last time I tested it, was right. one fifteen, one seventeen and a half, and then my deadlift is two ten. Good. I think two tens my deadlift. Oof. Um, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Damn. I'm weak as shit, man. So for the past. Uh, the past year, where I've been in the management role, I've not been able to consistently train for over a year, and I got hit by COVID pretty hard, which completely destroyed. I'm just fatigued getting up the stairs. Yeah. Um, so at the moment, I'm putting 160 on deadlift. I don't even know the last time I benched. Five years ago, I was doing like yeah, I don't bench very often. I was repping out 90, but you know this is like donkeys ago now. Oh, I love uh, I love bench press. It's amazing. I last touched yeah, it's good squat. Lift. I do like doing it, but I don't do it very often. 110, but it's a long old journey for me. But I've had to set my expectations way, way back since I caught COVID. Yeah, um, it hit you quite hard, didn't it? My, my fatigue, just, yeah, it was it was horrible, yeah. Literally, everything just got cut in half, you know. And that's another thing is that I know that my strength levels have just plummeted the past year since I got COVID. But I've set my own expectations. I'm like, look, do you know what? Even if I only load up, I don't know, just going to put a number on my, na- my arse here. If I, if I only loaded up 60 or 50 kilos on the bench press... I'm not really going to care what others are thinking around me because I know that I can adapt to that pretty quickly. I've just got to actually do it. That's the thing. I know at the end of the day that uh, I'm recovering from a pretty fucked illness, you know. Yeah, I'm weak as shit at the moment. I should probably start going to the gym. 160 is really good, myself. though. 
160 deadlifts are <laughs> yeah, still good, Tom. Yeah, still good, mate. I've only just started doing SPD in the past couple of years, but it's just not been consistent. That's the problem. All oh, right, I see. I, mm. I don't, I don't squat, which is which is really bad. Oh, I can't make fucking out. <laughs> yeah. get, get those squat numbers up. I mean, there's no one exercise we have to do nah, exactly. unless yeah. we are like yeah. a powerlifter, where you know it is part of the competition. Yeah, yeah. That's why. That's why I don't really bench. Don't need to. So I don't really. I don't. It doesn't come in yeah. CrossFit. It doesn't don't really, need it to. Come, do you? It, it, it comes up like yeah. very rarely, and it's normally for reps. It's normally like sixty kilo, seventy kilo for reps. It's not really like a one RM sort of thing. Funny thing is yeah. though, for like a big, for a big guy, I'll get on like a rope climb, or I'll start doing monkey bars and stuff, and people are like, how the fuck is he able to move like that? <laughs> it's just like it's what you train for, and I used to do loads of stuff like that for things like Tough Mothers and Spartans, and it's like, yeah, people look at me like, how is he able to do that? Like, <laughs> it just Amazing. looks weird. Talk to Spence, what's going on? Talk, talk us back through your training. So 10 to 20, 15 to 20 sets, I should say, sorry. What sort of stuff are we saying? What sort of we, we do? Yeah, so, uh, so I, well, yeah, I do um, bench press and deadlift, but like I said, I don't do squats at all. I, I personally just, just hate the way it feels on my, hmm. <laughs> on my back. Um, <laughs> I just don't, I don't like squatting. I don't like the, uh, for me, I'm more of a leg press person. So I'll use like a leg press machine. I also use yeah. the leg press machine for my calves as well. Yeah. So yeah, I just, I'm more of a machine person. And then for, also for my calves, I just do like um, calf raises on like a, on like some stairs or something, you know? So yeah. But yeah, bench press and deadlift. I would say probably bench press is my favorite workout but deadlift you, I used to hate deadlift I used to absolutely hate deadlift <laughs> and the only reason why I've started liking it currently is because I've actually started to improve on it so um yeah. with now it's funny that how it works isn't it when you start getting good at something suddenly oh, I like <laughs> yeah. this now oh, well, yeah I love it <laughs> it's incredible but you know what that goes hand in hand with uh what we call self-efficacy where basically as your confidence of doing something in particular starts to increase so yeah. does your enjoyment with it and it like in regards to like beginners going to the gym, going way back to that discussion, this is why we kind of want to encourage that because we want to make an enjoyable experience for people. And the more someone enjoys and feels confident doing something, whether it be a particular exercise or simply walking into a gym environment, you know, the more they're likely to actually, actually, I enjoy this. I'm going to keep doing it over and over again. Yeah. We want to try and promote that environment. Yeah, no, 100%. Um, but the, the scary thing for me is for is deadlift as well, where I'm quite, I'm very ambitious with the weights that I put on. Um, meaning that I'm willing to literally pass out <laughs> just to get the bar up. <laughs> so I remember, uh, I think it was literally yesterday I was doing deadlift with a few, no, day before yesterday I was doing deadlift with a few of my mates. And um, I, I my highest is 140 at the moment. So I was going for 145. So I was like, okay, I'm going to gonna try and do this. And as I was bringing it up, like I just felt my my brain just go really strange. Like I felt really lightheaded. Yeah. And I, I, just, I literally nearly fell over. I was like, I need to sit down. <laughs> I sat down for like five minutes, drank some water. But yeah, that's the only thing. That I, know, I know deadlift... Um, it's a very competitive sport, but it's very like it's very. It can be very dangerous. Do you reckon it? Do you reckon it's because? Do you reckon it's because of your friends? Do you reckon it's because your mates that you are pushing yourself too much? Um, I think I think having my friends there help. Yeah, help. They help me push myself. Yeah, a hundred percent. Um, even when I say I can't do something, they're like, No, you can. You're doing it. You're doing it. You're doing mm. it. I'm like, Okay, well, cool. Well, let's yeah. do this. But um, but no, I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't say they do it to the point where they want me to bleed. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so I, I don't. They don't do it for, with malicious intent. At least I hope not. Anyway, uh, might be a discussion for the, for the future. But but yeah, no. I think I think they definitely help motivate me in the gym. I mean, I wouldn't necessarily say any one exercise is dangerous, particularly deadlift. But something you did mention there was how like obviously kind of like pushing each other a little bit and stuff like that. It's probably more to do with like the fatigue aspect. And this is actually one of the reasons why I don't have a training partner anymore. It's why I like to train alone. Mm. And that is, I know whether I'm training at the correct intensity, whether I'm doing too little or too much. Yeah. But I've had it where I've had training partners or some with me and they've gone, oh, you could do loads more. Come on, come on now. Don't be a pussy. Push it. I'm always like, well, the thing is, I'm not here to prove something on this one day in front of this one person I don't really give a shit about. Yeah, yeah. I'm here for my own progression. I know that at the end of the day, exercise is a dose response. If I do it too, if I do too little, Nothing's going to change. But if I do too much, I'm just going to end up grinding my wheels and not be able to recover from it. Yeah. So yeah, I think it can. It's awesome to have like social support and have like a group of friends at the gym. It can be wicked, but I think it is important knowing when to say, "Now, do you know, what? I'm here for me. No one else. I'm not here for an audience. I'm going to dial it back here and dose this accordingly." One thing that I do find is there's a bit of a spectrum here in regards to, particularly with young people, where either they don't train heavy enough. Or they train too heavy. It's like it's okay to meet in between. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Mm. This is where we talk about things like reps and reserve. Um, I mean, I was talking to one young lad who's doing work experience of, with us at the moment, and we got into the discussion about should you be trained to failure all the time? And I mean, it does depend on your goals, mm. and I suppose what kind of movements you're doing. 
But no, we don't have to train to failure all the time. In fact, I'd recommend not doing that all the time because it makes it harder to recover. Yeah. And it's a recovery phase where we progress in strength, muscle growth, and yeah. all the rest. So yeah, I would say like just as like some generic advice for anyone that is listening, and that is for your main compound lifts, most of the times you probably want to be saving a good couple of reps in the tank. If it's like an isolation exercise, like a bicep curl or a tricep pushdown, okay, yeah, let's ramp that RP up. Let's go more to failure on that because we can easily recover from a bicep curl as opposed to like, as you said, a deadlift. Yeah, fucking can't walk for days. <laughs> Savage doms. Um, <laughs> yeah. Where, where do you get your training from, Spencer? Like, how, how do you program what you're doing in the gym? Like, where do you get this from? It's, it was mainly things that I just started doing and I've altered throughout um, throughout my sessions. So obviously I know that there's also another fact. This could be a myth, I don't know. But there's also another fact where um, you should change your workout every six to eight weeks. I don't know why. I don't know, I don't know the logic behind it, but I've just heard that you should. Are you going to use a certain term here, Bill? God, no, I'm not going to say anything. About shocking the muscle. Yeah, oh God, yeah, no. So like there is basically... They, there is like numbers that get thrown about, but normally what the, t- the case tends to be is it like it depends on the individual because if what you're doing is working and you're seeing progress week after week, then why change it? The issue then comes, if you start to plateau a yeah. bit, then yeah, start changing yeah. things around. There isn't really a set, there isn't really a set time domain because it will depend on the individual and like what, what how you're, how you're responding to the, to the dose as Tom said. So if you, after eight weeks, let's say the ninth week, you still see gains, why change things dramatically? Yeah. Um, obviously you're changing small things for like yeah, periodization and all that stuff but you haven't, you haven't got to like throw the rule book out and change your entire training like cycle and movements and splits yeah. and stuff um, no yeah because it's at the eight, you're at the eight week point it's not like an ultimatum of oh fuck I've hit eight weeks I need to change every single exercise in my arsenal um, it depends yeah. on you how you're progressing yeah. if you have plateaued yeah sure give it a go but if you've not then there's no real reason to so I don't know if you is anything you'd say on that Tom I don't yeah I think the main thing is is that in regards to exercise selection so what movements you're actually doing no, you can still do those exact same ones. If it's not broken, don't, f- don't fix try it. And fix it. Yeah. yeah. But as Bill said, there are going to be times where if you're not seeing results after a certain amount of time, something needs to change. But I wouldn't necessarily say it's that the exercise that you need to change up. It is nice to have variety and change things every now and again, sure. Yeah. But most of the things you're going to end up changing is the volume. So how many sets you're doing, maybe how many reps you're doing, or maybe muck around with the intensity a little bit as well. Yeah. But another thing is... What about if we actually looked away from training for a second? What about the other things that actually promote growth when we talk about recovery? So things like sleep, nutrition, usually the things that are boring and we don't want to look at. And sometimes it's things that are harder to control outside of being able to go to gym and just train fucking hard. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? But um, the thing is like when it comes to strength, if you want to gain strength in something, you're probably best off sticking to that particular movement you want to get strong for. So yeah. I know people like try and throw in about 10 accessories to get their deadlift up. It might help, maybe, but have you just tried just doing the deadlift more? Yeah. Do you know what I mean? But when it comes to things like hypertrophy, like muscle growth, the current evidence suggests that actually in regards to that, since we're not trying to gain strength in a very specific movement, yeah, you could probably increase your variability and exercise a lot more there. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, no, I, I totally agree. And jump, just jumping on nutrition for a second, like what you're eating. I remember when I, um, so when I did lose all this weight uh, at the start of year 12 when I was going to college or sixth form, uh, when, I, when, I, when I started doing that, I was going to the gym because I was like, right, okay, I've got slim now. I want to start gaining some muscle. And I carried on only just eating dinner for 400 calories a day. And I was going to the gym and I was, uh, it was like a month and I was like, I literally have not changed. And I wasn't losing, I wasn't even, I wasn't even losing weight. I'd plateaued in losing weight and I was not gaining muscle. I was like, I look the exact same as when I started. Cause obviously I think they say it's, it's usually about a month or two and depending on the person until you start seeing change in yourself. Uh, it mm. depends on obviously how regularly you go as well. But I was going um, every day after school, probably like five, five days a week, six days a week. Um, I was just completely banging it out and I did not see any changes whatsoever. So, and then obviously when I started eating proper and uh started gaining you know gaining more calories uh, going over my is it bmr bmi bmr i think is bmr isn't it basic metabolic rate yeah got over my bmr then um that's when i actually started to see progress because i was intaking calories i was intaking a lot more protein as well um so yeah yeah no cool i mean nutrition plays a big old part in it where where, where, where did you get that information from yeah for nutrition stuff yeah i would i would say um 
just me researching. So I'd search it up on this would be like Google or search up on YouTube or something and watch some guy yap on for 10 minutes about bulking. Um, <laughs> he's just kind of like, oh yeah, and take more protein, take this and take that. Um, but I've only ever, I've only actually started taking um, supplements like creatine. I only, I've only started taking creatine about a month or two ago, I think. Okay. Um, well, and yeah. ever since I have, I've seen differences. So yeah, I'm, I'm, well, yeah. I'm really happy with uh, <laughs> with that. <laughs> yeah exactly um and uh and yeah I, i've actually only ever started taking pre-workout since last week so because I, I, I was like um, when, I, when i used to start taking it i was like this is not helping me at all like i don't even feel i don't what, feel anything from this what pre-workout are you taking spencer what pre-workout <laughs> i'm gonna wait, i'm gonna search i'm gonna rate your uh, pre-workout <laughs> what is it talk to me what, what you have um it? which one was it it's it's know. from bulk it was uh, it was called like Elevate Pre Workout or something. Bulk, 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 Elevate. It's right, got a load sorry. of protein in it as well. It's got protein. Yeah, it? it's got a lot of protein in it as well. It has. It's got 30, 30 grams. I don't know if that's right. Thirty grams. A protein yeah. pre workout powder. It's blimey. very strange. Yes. Right. Elev- elevate Pre Workout. Yeah. Fucking expensive. That okay. This, well, that's yeah, what that's I discount there. It is, yeah. It's like thirty pounds a bag or something, isn't it? It's not mine. It's my friends. I, um, I pinched off of it, but <laughs> right. Let's have a look at these five finger discount. Let's let's have a look. Let's have a look at the doses then. So, right. What? Okay. So, where the fuck's the nutrition ingredients? Right. Nutri- right. Nutrition. Oh, right. Bill, you'll enjoy this. It's got a banned substance tested under informed sport. What? A ba- what? Yeah. If I'm looking at the right one. Oh, banned substance tested Elevate under pre workout. Here we go. Yeah, okay. So, so citrulline right. malate, I can never pronounce that. Yeah, citrulline malate, that's pr- how much? Five, uh, five grams. Wasn't that, isn't that low? Oh, wait, is it only five grams of protein? No, I'm talking about citrulline So malate. with pre-workouts, you don't tend to get protein inside it. It's more kind of like a stimulants, more kind of stimulants. So caffeine is usually like the main ingredient in like a oh, pre-workout. Oh, fucking rookie, rookie numbers there, mate. It is true. <laughs> uh, caffeine's a... Uh, to be fair, the only three main things I would want in a pre-workout would be caffeine being the main ingredient, yeah. citrulline, uh, I can't pronounce it, Bill. I'm just going to say citrulline C- C- M. C- citrulline malate. So I can't pronounce malate. the M. Malat. Is it malate or malate? I can't pronounce it. Malate. It's not or a malate. Fucking, you don't buy it in Costa, mate. And, uh, <laughs> and beta-alanine, which is the one where you're covered in bees. Yeah, that feels like you're covered in bees. Yeah, but there's no point with that oh, being okay. in there, though, is there? Because it's like if you look at that, if you look at that being in your in your pre-workout, Spencer, you have to like, take it consistently. Yeah, and that yeah. The, the dose in that pre-workout is under what you need a day. So unless you're taking it on top of that, you're not you're not you're not getting it. So beta alanine doesn't do anything uh, acutely, apart from the bees. But saying that, saying that, we're not saying that it doesn't do anything. Because the placebo effect is still something. No, yeah, I, I can I can see the elevate pre workout on here, and it says um, per thirty three gram servings, every scoop is eighteen grams of protein. It's um, <laughs> it's called elevate pre workout, and it's on bulk. If you scroll down, it says nutrition, then protein per thirty three gram serving, eighteen grams of protein. Right, hold on. I, I'm certain I remember seeing it. I was like, oh my god, really? Like I've never heard of pre workout with protein in it. That's very strange. No, you're right. Yep, yeah. eighteen usually grams. Usually, it's yep. just like so, a yep. zero 18. calorie. Like, where the fuck is that yeah. coming from? Where's that coming from? That's mental. What? But look at the ingredients, though, Tom. <laughs> I love that we like just go for. Yeah, you confused, I will. Well, yeah, I'm trying to see where it's fucking coming from. <laughs> it says 18 grams of protein, and there's uh, there's not any protein. Exactly, in I have absolutely not, no idea where that's coming from. It's, it's we'll, not, we'll email them afterwards, Bill. Do you reckon, <laughs> mate, do you reckon they've just like fucked it? Meant to put like one point. We'll email them afterwards. Because I'm trying to see where the the protein is <laughs> yeah. from. I don't know. It's not. We can have a court claim on our hands here. Oh, I ain't got a fucking clue. Mental on it. Anyway, um, in terms of what else is in there, Spencer, all I say is, mate, <laughs> caffeine's a bit low. What was the number again, okay. Tom? Is it, three to, is it three to six milligrams per kilo for a performance enhanced, like the ergogenic uh, effects? Three to six milligrams. But bearing in mind, at the end of the day, if you're caffeine sensitive... Yeah. Are you caffeine sensitive, you know, Spencer? Do you drink a lot of coffee? Something. How much coffee do you drink? Drink a lot? No, I do not. I do you not. don't? No, I don't you drink don't... any coffee, no. There you right, go, that 200 it. might be enough. Yeah, it might be enough to get you going, mate. might be enough. might be quite sensitive. If it, gives you, if it gives you a placebo effect, it's still doing something. Right, okay, I see. We usually do two scoops, though. It's, a, it's like a thing. Oh, well, there you go. Two now, sco- oh, fucking two hell, scoops talking. before the workout. Oh, fuck me. Two if scoops. If you're a two-scooper, there you go. Yes. There's no, no doubt. <laughs> I mean, yeah, now I'm, look, now I'm looking at the ingredients, the moon, mate. Yeah. If I'm looking at the ingredients now, um, yeah, two scoops will uh, do some damage. 
Not as in like damage, damage, but <laughs> yeah, yeah, cool. yeah, I hope not. <laughs> bit expensive though, mate. Oh, cool. Might be expensive. Might like sort that. some of the thirty-eight oh, yeah, kilo. Like, like I said, it's not. It's not mine. It's my friends. So. <laughs> so let me just also let me ask because this is just from a recovery point of view as well. Because I'm quite into my sleep and stuff. So, um, mm. do you train at night? It's very. It's very. Um, it, well, it depends if. It depends on when I'm working. So obviously, I work Monday to Friday, um, as anyone else would, um, and uh, I'm in the office three days a week and not in the office twice so when i am in the office i'll come home at let's i'll probably get home about six seven o'clock so i travel to london every day for well, not every day obviously when i'm in the office i travel to london to work um i get back usually around six seven p.m around there um and mm. then i um i go to the gym straight afterwards and get back for around nine ten um on the weekends uh i sometimes go to the gym at 10 at night 11 at night okay um <laughs> What time did you go to bed? What? Oh, not until like one, two in the morning around that. Okay, and then what? Even during like a normal working day, even during the week, like a normal working day. Oh no, 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 I won't. I won't during the week. No, so during the week, like I said, I usually go like around seven, eight o'clock, um, and then get back for around nine, ten, and then sleep when I get in. Um, and then if I'm uh, working from home, then I'll just go on my lunch break. So usually around like eleven or twelve when I want to take my lunch break, I'll just go for there for an hour, an hour and a half, and then come yeah, back and and finish All work. Like- so yeah. I really say that as well. I would I would explore because the fact that because you're saying you take pre workout right before you session in the evening. I get it. Like people are tired and stuff. The only issue I would have is that people even like me and Thomas about this. You can drink. I can drink a coffee now and go to bed straight after. The problem is though, it still has an effect on your quality of sleep. And as we know, sleep's one of the best tools for yeah. recovery yeah. from the gym. So if you're having a pre workout, a double a double scoop, you're having 400 milligrams of caffeine training at seven or eight and then going to bed at ten. That caffeine is still pumping through yeah. your fucking system. You might still get to sleep, but you're actually doing your recovery a disservice so you'd probably be better off having a pre-workout right, okay. which is potentially not having any caffeine in just so that because you, you'd get more benefit basically from having yeah. a better night's sleep than getting that little buzz before you work out is what i'm saying right okay i see but that's a lot of people do they have caffeine late uh, i like to cut i like to cut my caffeine off quite early just because i'd rather get mm. a better night's sleep because people don't think about it because they think they can smash a cup of coffee before bed but it's still affecting your quality and that obviously has an it has an impact so no 100 percent. would you recommend taking pre-workout like quite early on in the day then i'm not talking like midday but like let's say 3 4 p.m or something i personally don't take pre-workout i personally don't take it okay caffeine tends to have like a half-life of i'm gonna pull this number out my ass here but i think it's around six hours Mm. yeah so it it lasts for quite some time yeah yeah right so um, yeah okay it's because there are other, there is there can be other stuff in pre workouts which make a difference. So I'd probably just try and just be mindful of that. Because as Tom said earlier, like things like sleep and nutrition are they're, they're, they're the boring things, but they're the things that make such a difference to people mm, like yeah. in the gym. Like you could all this, you could all the gym you want. Like you even said when you were on that four hundred calories a day when you were still on that legacy thing from before, yeah. you were smashing the gym, doing all that work, but you don't get anything from it because you weren't recovering properly. Same thing if yeah, you exactly. neglect your sleep. If you neglect your sleep, you're not going to get the maximum benefit you can from uh, from your training. So yeah. No, oh, yeah, of course. And I think another thing we didn't really bring up, which is probably the most important thing as well, is just having patience. Yeah. It takes time for the body to adapt, especially as you get more trained. Like I said earlier on, if you're a blank canvas and you're new to the gym, you're going to notice gains pretty rapidly as long as things are right on the nutrition aspect and on the training aspect mm. and the stress aspect as well. But as you become more trained, you start seeing more kind of diminishing returns off like, yeah, three years, let's say, where per week you're seeing a lot less progress or per month even. Yeah, and you said that. I feel like it's also a lot of um, a lot of the, a lot of the reason why people my age kind of quit the gym because they'll go for a week and be like, "Oh, I'm not seeing any difference. Like, let's, this, is, yeah. this is boring and pointless." And that's like, well, that's not how it works, really. But and yeah. that's one of the reasons why we we'll actually try and make it enjoyable, aside from just seeing the actual progress itself. Mm. Just simply going there and just like lifting iron and just enjoying the social aspect of it. Mm. Exactly. You know, it, it, I mean that alone is a completely legitimate reason to go to the gym. Mm. You know? mm. So when you see people uh, coming to the gym and then you see other people who are like taking the piss out and saying like, oh, they're not even like training hard enough or they're not doing this or they're not, their, their training isn't optimal or whatever it is. Like, who gives a shit? As long as they're actually coming and enjoying the actual movement aspect, yeah. mm. crack on. Everyone's exactly. got different goals, haven't they? Everyone's goals are different. Yeah, so. mm. yeah exactly. Indeed. 
Spence, before we, uh, we we wrap up, out of curiosity as well, who are the sort of people you look to for like your nutrition and your training? Give us some names. Is there any any in particular people that you you go to? Um, to be honest, no. To be honest, with with nutrition, I mean, I, I think the internet's just my friend. A lot of a, I feel like that's, that's the case of a lot of other people as well. Like they just do one quick Google search and look at a few websites and go, oh, okay, this is what I need. This is what I need. And they, for me personally, I just try and figure things out for myself. And if it doesn't work, I'll alter it. That's just the way. That's just that's how I do it. Oh, there you go. Yeah. Be like Bruce Lee, discard what is useless. Discard, yeah, take yeah, what is exactly useful. that. Exactly that. But without but without the fighting, I'm Bruce Lee. But without without the, the fighting, skills, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Without the skills, and yeah. a massive cannabis addiction <laughs> and back issues. <laughs> Brilliant. Um, that's a good way of doing it, mate. Because um, nutrition is quite individual. Uh, a lot of people they 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 look at stuff online and they they think, oh, this they're saying this works, so this must work. If it doesn't work for me, then I need to try harder, whatever. But you're right. If it doesn't work, just change it. I suppose until um, yeah, yeah, and eventually you'll find what's for you, won't you? Yeah, exactly cool. that. Before we wrap up, where can people find you if they want to follow your fitness journey? Obviously, you said TikTok. Where? What is your TikTok for those listening? So my TikTok is so my name is Spencer Cave. So my TikTok is Spencer Cave, but without the A. So Spencer CVE, and then my Instagram is just a shorter version of Spencer. So it's Spen CVE, S P E N C V E. So yeah, that's where you can find me. Well, uh, we'll have those links. We'll have those links down in the show notes, guys. If anyone listening, they can just head down there and then click a nice little easy link, and it will take you straight to the world of TikTok, where you'll probably never leave again, which uh, we will not be held responsible for. <laughs> you get di- Come you get join us! Come join us! Yeah, join the death scroll. Join the death scroll. <laughs> <laughs> thanks for joining us, though, mate. It's been a very interesting episode. It's very, it's quite different to what we yeah, had before. Thank you, very but, um, much. Thank you for having me. It's been lovely. I'm not even sure what to call the episode, to be honest. It's been a, a whirlwind of discussion. I don't even know what to call it. We'll find out. We'll find out on Monday. Uh, cake, or, uh, yeah, cake, or, cake or fire hydrant. There you go. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> cake, cake or cake fire. Cake or wait. You know what you could probably get? That's that's what I didn't even consider that. You get, you know, we put people in a situation where they go to the gym, they go to pick up a dumbbell. Guess what? It's a cake. Exactly. You know, you know what, mate? <laughs> it's, a, it's a gap in the market. <laughs> they, yeah. they, load, they load up for a very heavy squat and everything's real. Everything's real for this heavy squat. Except for the safety bars, because those that's cake. That's no. you know what, mate. I don't. <laughs> and that's bar bill. You're just gonna cleave straight through it. <laughs> I'm just gonna go for it, mate. Like people won't realise the content. I might just call the episode "Cake or Weight," and then obviously with like, X, Y, Z. But then people will be like, "Why the fuck have they called this episode Cake or Weight?" And then they'll, they'll get to the end and be like, "Ah, there we go," because they don't know what to call ah, it. They, they've cut the name now. <laughs> cake or weight? It's quite catchy. It's quite catchy. Weights, cakes, it? and something else. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, weights, cakes, and what? Weights, cakes, and TikTok. I don't know. It sounds like a Harry Potter novel. <laughs> Weights, cakes, and TikTok. That was quite good. Weights, cake, and TikTok. There you go. Weights, cakes, and TikTok. Yeah, I like it. There we go with that, shall we? Um, It'll be one of them. Monday, we'll find out when uh, when the episode goes live. It's been a pleasure as always, guys. uh, And we will see you on the next one. I'll see you all soon. As always, thanks for listening. Now, if you're new around here, I'd really implore you to get stuck into our vast back catalogue. And it's actually quite funny because a few of the questions Spencer was asking us during this episode, we've actually done entire podcasts on. So yeah, we have covered a lot of stuff. So if you want to improve your gym, fitness journey, whatever, we have shitloads of evidence-based podcasts for you to get stuck into. We are over 100 episodes at this point. So yeah, subscribe slash follow and get scrolling through that archive. Oh, and thank you to our patrons for your continued support. It is very much appreciated. You guys are fucking awesome. We will see you next week, same time, same place, for a brand new episode. See you soon.